heavens and the earth will hear Father speak from your heavens and the earth will hear When you speak from your heavens the earth will hear My altar is calling you My Let your voice 
voice and begin to bless the name of the Lord. Lift your voice, beloved. Begin to bless the name of the Lord. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floods. As a generation of them that seek that seek his face. You want to lift your voice. Give him glory. Give him glory. He is a king of glory. He is a king of glory. He is a king of glory. Give him glory. Lift your voice. Radus Bless the Lord, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not, forget not his benefits. He has come and covered him and amortized. He shakes and the barabbas, ready and covered. He come and covered him and covered him and amortized. He who has mentioned that the waters in the whole of his hand and has made the heavens as a and had comprehended the dust of the earth in the measure and weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in the balance who has directed the spirit of the Lord or being his counselor had taught him with whom did he take counsel and who instructed him and taught him in the path of judgment and taught him knowledge and showed to him the way of understanding behold the nations are as a drop of a bucket and are counted as a small dust in the balance. Behold, he taketh up, he taketh the aisles as a very little thing. And Lebanon is not sufficient. 
Burners, nor the beast thereof sufficient for a burnt offering has all nations therefore has all nations therefore are before him has as nothing has and they are counted to him has less than nothing has and vanity to whom then has beloved to whom then has will you liken God has or what likeness has will you compare this Jesus has will you compare this Jesus has Rados can imini kapalada has hey has thou not known has has thou not heard has hey nakomali makavane hatayas had it not been told you from the beginning? Has, hey, have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? Has, hey, it is he has, that sitteth upon the circle of the earth. Has, hey, it is this God has, who sitteth upon has, the circles of this earth has, and the inhabitants thereof has, as, 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 as grasshoppers has, that stretcheth out has, the heavens. Has, hey, Makomalatiatanamanaya as a skeleton and spreadeth them out has, as a veil. Has, Malikomanamata as a tent to dwell in. Regadima. This powerful God, Almighty Father, this King of Glory, this Creator God, He bringeth the princes to nothing. He bringeth the princes to nothing. He maketh the He maketh the judges the judges of the earth as vanity. To whom then will we liken Him, or shall be His equal? Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Not been us for the Lord, and they not been us for the Lord, as God not been us in our stay. A coma shana masadima capere de Medo, the wall of the Medecosa, Libro Havanaya, Kenso Tecata, Radima Cabana and Meshona High, Ecomoco, Radima Lataria, and prepare your heart for today's encounter hallelujah you want to tell the holy spirit unveil my heart unveil my heart purge me purge me purge me with the blood of jesus that blood of sprinkling let it bring unto me forgiveness O god in the name of jesus prepare my face prepare my heart to be able to behold your face to be able to touch your glory to be able oh god to fellowship intimately with you today in the name of jesus even so that by the end of this session oh god i will be quickened i'll be quickened i will receive another level of encounter with your presence your glory in the name of jesus father cleansing cleansing by the blood of jesus make me whole father forgive us lord forgive us lord cleanse me oh god wash my garment of purity wash me clean and whole in the name of jesus christ lord i acknowledge that in many ways i've heard i have heard oh god against you oh god in my thoughts oh 
God in my deeds, has told God in my words, has told God in things I have failed to do, that I should have done, has told God in many ways, according to God, to your standard and your precepts. Oh God, I have done, oh God, inconsistent with your will. I pray for forgiveness, oh God. Lord, forgive all transgressions. In the name of the Lord Jesus, restore unto my heart, my spirit, my soul, my body. Lord, oh God, purity, cleanliness in the name of Jesus. I renounce every unholy agreement. I have entered into knowingly or unknowingly. Unholy contract through agreement, oh God, or answers, oh God, or through the places I sat food I ate, interactions I had, Lord, I renounce them by the blood of Jesus, I cut and sever all those dice, unholy agreement, through dreams of God, in the name of Jesus Christ, demonic encounters, I break them, I break them, in the name of Jesus Christ, I give you praise, I give you glory, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, I receive remission of all errors, all sins, and I bless you, and I give you glory, I give you glory, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Why don't you begin? Why don't you begin to quicken, to energize yourself in the spirit? Why don't you begin to pray in the language of the Holy Ghost? Why don't you begin to speak, to pray in the language of the spirit? Come on, let out the flow, let out the flow the Holy Spirit has stayed from within has rakali let out the flow of the language of the Spirit has from within you has your the mysteries has from your spirit has stayed unto God has the mysteries has from your spirit has unto God has given us to edify has your spirit man has given us to quicken yourself has has rise like an edifice has rise like an edifice has build yourself up has Ya 
We think we are believing, but we are still in the domain of unbelief. Hallelujah. Can someone help us with Matthew chapter 13, verse 58? Matthew 13, verse 58. Bible says that because he could and he could not, Jesus could not perform many miracles over there. That is in Bethlehem. Hallelujah. Because of their unbelief, because of their unbelief, unbelief and familiarity. Unbelief. Some unbelief is due to familiarity. Some unbelief is due to familiarity. Some unbelief is due to the weakness of our faith because we don't have sufficient word, sufficient of the word of God in us. Or we are not meditating enough. Or we are not praying enough. We want to pray that God. Now, in that 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 town, that town of Bethlehem. That town of Bethlehem could be symbolic of your life, your life. It could be symbolic of your life. So, in that in that scripture, the there that you see, you can take it out of there and put your name or your life there. And he did not, he did not, and he did not many mighty works there. So, most of his mighty works were done outside of the place that. He, he, he should have even done most of them where he was born where Jesus is talking about Jesus actually he's talking about Jesus and Jesus didn't do many mighty works there because of the unbelief of the very people in that town Bethlehem it could be and he did not many mighty works in someone's life because of his unbelief and he did and he did not many mighty works there or many mighty works in Cassandra or, or in David's life or in Winning's life because of their unbelief. We want to pray and banish every unbelief from our hearts. We want to pray and banish every spirit of unbelief. Every substance of unbelief. Whichever way it came, whichever way it was planted, we want to banish it and approve it from our hearts. 
in the name of Jesus. We are telling God that even as his word comes, let his word come forth with power, with glory, with strength, in the name of Jesus, with faith, faith that will ground us, faith that will drive us deeper in intimacy, faith that will enable us to see the hand of the Lord, in the name of Lord Jesus Christ, faith that will enable us, oh God, apprehend the truth, faith that will enable us obtain the promises he has said has said concerning our lives he has made to us in the name of jesus bible says for by it the elders obtained the promise they obtained a good report you want to obtain a good report in your life in this year you want to obtain a good report in this month in this season you want to obtain a good report even in this meeting so you lift your voice and say lord help thou my unbeliever father help thou my unbeliever banish every unbelief from my heart my mind in the name of jesus all sources of doubt that make me prevent me from being able to receive from your glory in the name of Jesus, in the name of the Lord Jesus. your personal request before God whatever desire you you have as we get into tonight's encounter this is the last prayer point this is the last prayer we are making and then we get into the demonstration amen so you want to tell God that father this is my heart's desire these are my expectations and your word says that surely for surely there is an end and my expectations shall not be cut off my expectations shall not be cut off according to proverbs 23 verse 18 for surely there is an end let today's encounter of faith and power and administration of your spirit bring an end let it bring a certain end to a certain problem a certain a certain petition that i have been petitioning you for for a very long time in the name of the lord jesus just like the woman with the issue of blood bible said for she said within herself she 
said in her heart, if I touch, if I may but touch his garment, and Bible says that when she touched, when she reached out and touched the hem of Jesus' garment, the, her issue of blood ceased from that very hour. And Jesus turned about and told her daughter, be of good cheer, be of good comfort. Your faith has made you whole. Father, you are saying that as I reach out to you to touch you with my faith today, let there be an end to this particular issue, to that particular problem. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, lift your voice, lift your voice and talk to God. We thank you, Jesus. Totally aware of yourself that you are you are you are the great I am. Yes. Totally moral, totally self-assertive. You're the essence of love. You're loving. We just want to bow before your throne and give you the praise. Bow down, worship you. In worship, 
Even as we get into worship him in the morning, worship him when you go through difficulties, troubles, worship him. Worship him when everything is going right, when everything is going wrong, worship him. He's a great God and there is none like him. There will never be anyone like him. So Jehovah and let all your enemies be scattered. Rise, rise. to be conscious of some of these spiritual realities and truth that the presence of God is, is here. Hallelujah. God is present to heal. God is present to transform. The presence of the Lord is here to transform situations. The presence of God is here to impart divine speed into the lives of some people. The presence of the Lord is here to turn situations around. The presence of the Lord is here to speak for your family. The presence of the Lord is here to heal your mind, to heal your heart. The presence of the Lord is here to fix every problem that you are facing. The power of God is evidently expressed. Hallelujah. So you want to connect with your power. You want to connect with your faith. Your focus. Hallelujah. Faith has a focus. We've learned that. Faith has a focus. Faith has a focus. Faith has a focus. And that focus must not be broken. Faith has a focus. It has an objective. It has an objective. And the focus of faith, number one focus is Jesus. Looking away from all other things unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. So he is the focus of our faith because he authored it. Jesus authored your faith. Jesus authored my faith. That is why he is the, he, he is the focus of our faith. When you have a problem, the way to connect the, the problem to a solution is to look away from that problem and turn your face towards Jesus. As you turn your face towards Jesus, it is you connecting that problem to the power of the Lord Jesus Christ to turn that situation around, to release unto you a solution. Hallelujah. That is why we must be able to look away from all other things. I don't know what your problem or what issue you came here with. You joined this meeting with tonight. Hallelujah. But God is present. His glory is evident to heal, to transform, to empower. Hallelujah. There is a miracle awaiting you even after this meeting in the name of Jesus. There is a miracle awaiting you even in today's meeting. A miracle, a miracle, a miracle, a miracle. A miracle, tangible testimonies in the name of Jesus. the highest place on earth is at the feet of Jesus. Hallelujah. 
the highest place on earth is at the feet of Jesus. And when you master that place, there is no place you cannot stand. There is, you, there is no place, no body, no authority that you cannot stand before. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In his presence, there is fullness of joy. In his presence, you might be having issues in your relationship. Even up to now, you need clarity pertaining to certain issues. My Bible says, in his presence, there is fullness of joy at his right hand. That is the place of power. That is the place of authority. There are pleasures forevermore. Hallelujah. And God is for you. God is for you. That alone should be enough comfort. Hallelujah. God is for you. Never against you. God is for you. Jesus is for you. Jesus is on your side. Hallelujah. And if God be for you, if, if, if God be for me, if all, if be for us, who can be against us? That is why you have to be anxious about nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplications with thanksgiving. Bible says we should make our requests known unto God. Sometimes in the silence of your heart, you are pondering over the issue and you are inviting God into the, that situation in the silence of your heart because he even hears the petitions, the silent petitions of your heart. You are inviting God. Be anxious for nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And Bible says the peace of God. There is a peace that is guaranteed you. A peace that, that precedes the real answer that you are expecting. Hallelujah. And until the answer comes, let that peace. Let it garrison your heart. Let it keep your heart. Hallelujah. That peace. Not anybody can know that peace. Not anyone can know that peace. It's not available to anybody in the world. It is Jesus that gives that peace. And he gives that peace to his disciples. He gives that peace to his people, his sons and his daughters. He gives such peace to the members of the kingdom. Hallelujah. The people of the kingdom. And you are his seed. Hallelujah. In John 14, 27, he says, my peace I give you. Hallelujah. God bless you for joining in fellowship today. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. God is here. God is here. The Spirit of God ministered a few things to me before this meeting. Where would we be? I, I was in a time of prayer. We trust God Today to help us to, to deliver everything in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless every one of us who have been consistently blessing the ministry in one way or the other through our finances, through our support to the man of God, through the gifts you give to support the podcast without being compelled to, without waiting for us to sound or ring a bell calling for funds. May God bless you. And the way you have willingly, generously, voluntarily, always given, without even being asked, I pray the same way, without you asking for help, in the name of Jesus. As the angel of this commission, I pray, I stand in my office and in the full weight of this office and anointing and in the power of the Holy Ghost and by the superior priesthood of Jesus Christ. And I declare in the same manner, even when you have not asked, may, may God cause men to provide for you in the name of Jesus. May God cause men and women near you and from afar to provide for you in the name of the Lord Jesus. And may every sacrifice, every off offering that you have laid on the altar of God, may it speak for you every
single day in the name of Jesus. In good times, in trying times, and in desperate or challenging times, may your sacrifices speak for you and call for the release of help from heaven for you at all times in the name of Jesus. And not only for you, may he speak for your family, may he speak for your loved ones, may he speak for everybody that matters in your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. But because we tried you, we found you to be worthy of the praise. You said it, oh God, that let everything that has breath praise you. You are an infallible God. You are immortal. You are spirit. You are the beginning and you are the end. We want to get into today's word. And as usual, God bless you, ministers, redeemed and ministers, ministers redeemed and winning, amen, for the gifts to the podcast. I pray that these gifts will be accepted unto God, a sweet-smelling offering of your incense, and may they speak for you, in Jesus' name, hallelujah. So we started on the mystery of faith to access power for victorious Christian living. Hallelujah. And we've done three parts. We've done three parts of this meeting already, this series. Today is the fourth part and we are trusting God that it will be the final part. The final part of the series. Amen. So we have a lot to do. And I'm going to be running. Amen. Bear with me so that we can have some time left. If you have some time left, I would trust God that we minister in the spirit. Amen. Amen. And we have realized that faith is a spiritual substance. Faith is a mystery, right? Yes. Faith is a mystery. That means that it is a secret thing. It's not accessible just by anyone. Realize that faith comes by hearing. Hallelujah. Today, God wants to take us deeper. In fact, I'll do a quick recap right now. I'll do a quick recap right now. Um, let me get into it. You're all welcome once again. Uh, Minister Soko, Minister Aaron, you are welcome. God richly bless you for joining us in fellowship today. The rest of the family, you are my own people. You are always, always welcome. Amen. So don't, 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 um, don't feel that you are, you don't, don't, be, don't feel, don't feel left out that I didn't mention your name specially to welcome you. You are always, always welcome. I'm always praying for you. Always on my knees for you. Amen. Jesus, thank you. Jesus, love you, Jesus. Love you, Jesus. Love you, Jesus. Love you, Jesus. So we realize that faith is a mystery. A mystery is something that's impossible or impossible and difficult to understand or something that is impossible and difficult or difficult to understand 
a hidden thing and a secret hallelujah a mystery is generally confided only to a few initiated and it's not accessible easily to mere mortals hallelujah and we said that he, a, a, a mystery is also a hidden or secret thing not not obvious to the understanding and realize that even according to first timothy chapter 3 verse 9 holding the mystery of the faith in a pure conscience the bible says we realize that even though we are to hold this mystery with a pure conscience and we looked at what it means to have a pure conscience a conscience that is void of offense toward god and toward men a conscience that is upright a conscience that has no 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 prophet david Prophet Stephen Dugan, you're welcome. Minister David, God bless you for the gift to the show. Amen. Amen. We realize that a pure conscience, Apostle Paul said, this one thing I do, to have a, a conscience void of offense toward God and toward men. It's a conscience that when put side by side, judged before God, in the light of the word of God, there will be nothing for which the bearer of that conscience be held accountable in a negative sense hallelujah and we realize that it has been given unto us to know the mysteries of this kingdom and what if faith is one of the mysteries of the kingdom then we have the power as believers as children of god as children of light to be able to understand that is to apprehend to know to know to know the mysteries of this kingdom to experience them to understand them first of all to apply them and to be able to experience them but to others they will remain as parables they will remain as mysteries so that seeing they might not see and hearing they might not understand hallelujah and we said that faith is also the, the it, faith is a lifestyle of the believer bible says the just shall live by faith and if he withdraws, if he draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. So it is the only lifestyle of the believer. There is no alternative, no other way provided. No other way. And we said that as believers, the more the moment you apprehend the mystery of faith, as you grow in it, you realize that faith as a spiritual substance is perceptible. Number one, faith is is perceptible faith can be perceived hallelujah we looked at that we looked at the scriptures number two we said true faith is tangible and the tangibility of an existing faith in the heart or, or spirit of a man is evident or manifestly seen through their works when the woman with the issue of blood had faith when she developed faith when she heard of the fame of jesus and the ability the miracle working power of the lord jesus christ it ignited faith in her hallelujah it ignited faith in her it enabled her release her faith so and the works of that faith was her reaching out to touch jesus jesus's garment Bible says, for she said within herself, if I may, but touch his garment. Number three, we said true faith has a focus and expectancy. In an hour on the time of prayer, in Acts chapter 3, the verses 1 through 9, when the disciples were on their way to pray at that temple, they called beautiful, that gate, they met a layman and they told the man, look unto us. And it says, silver and gold have we not. 
silver and gold that is the faith of this material world but they had a faith of the spiritual world a faith that is of god which is able to make immaterial things like healing material is able to make them manifest in the bodies of people just such as i have give i unto thee and instantly bible makes us understand that when this blind when this layman connected with expectancy with focus the focus of faith the power of god was appropriated into his, his situation and instantly he was healed and then the disciples holding him up lifted him and his knees received strength hallelujah True faith appropriates power. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 9 verse 21. For she said within herself, if I, if I may, but touch his garment. Hallelujah. So if faith is not appropriated, power cannot come. And we continued. We continued to see that whatever faith is, it is a lifestyle and not an event. Faith is a lifestyle. According to Romans chapter 14 verse 23, it is a lifestyle and never an event. Hallelujah. And then we went on that we said that to manifest anything in this realm of matter, the substance of faith is required as an invisible force that can work with substance that are without matter, bringing the visible to the to the bringing the invisible to the visible to make it matter. Hallelujah! When you take time, you listen to the previous session, and you 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 you, 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 you ponder over the statement very carefully. You will get what we are trying to say hallelujah and we said that just like faith is a spiritual currency and substance with which we are able to purchase all spiritual realities and make them become material and, 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 and physical realities the same way money money is in our realm for transactions is the same thing that faith is in the, in the realm of the spirit hallelujah and we said that faith is now there is now faith now faith is present faith hallelujah and that faith is that hope is in the future and that faith which is a now faith makes the object of our future hope a present reality hallelujah so you may be um applying for a job or a motion at the workplace but you are not applying blindly you are not applying to that blindly as you are applying this is the you, in your heart you know that you have it you are not applying because you are trying it is not optimism uh, uh, let me just give it a try perhaps i may receive it no no that is not it perhaps i might have it perhaps i might get the scholarship let me just apply no it, it is a conviction within you hallelujah and we realize a lot of things about faith comes by hearing we live by faith of the Son of God. Faith plays a key role in our salvation. Um, faith can be vain. God has dealt to every man a measure of faith a whole lot. And that we can err from the faith. I wouldn't want to go back into that. Amen. I want us to just proceed. Amen. As we get into today's word, this should be your confession. I am speaking over my life. I am telling myself. That I am growing bigger. I, Samuel, I'm going, I'm growing bigger, wiser, better, stronger by day. My light is increasing. I am increasing in oil and fatness. And by virtue of increasing in fatness, every yoke placed upon my life shall be broken. It shall be destroyed because of the fatness, the anointing of God. Hallelujah. My eyes are being enlightened. 
and I release as I release my faith every promise of God upon my life becomes attainable therefore I attain every promise in the name of Jesus I am becoming wiser than my teachers more powerful by day hallelujah Today we are starting from what qualifies and substantiates faith. What qualifies and substantiates our faith. Corinthians 2 verse 14 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 what qualifies and substantiates faith 
1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14. What qualifies and substantiates our faith? Bible says, can you also help us with the, the verse 5 of the same chapter? The verse 5 of the same chapter. But bless me, it says, redeemed, winning, and Ebenezer. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. Hallelujah. In the verse 5 of 1 Corinthians 2, he says, That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. It's not talking about the power of God in working miracles. Is talking about the power of God through salvation that made us sons. Don't forget, Bible says that as many as believed on Him, to them gave power. John chapter one, verse sixteen or eighteen. To them gave Him fourteen, sixteen or eighteen. One of them. To them gave He power to become the sons of God as many as believed on him to them gave he power to become so the day we confess jesus it was power we are connecting to because a gospel a certain word was preached to us don't want to thank you to the day we received jesus christ we were connecting to a source of power bible says that for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is a power of God unto salvation. So there is a power of God, there is a dimension of the power of God that brings salvation. It works through the arm of salvation. And our faith must rest in that. Hallelujah. And there is a power of God also at work in His word. Bible says that according as his divine power has given, his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Things that pertain to life so we can become him. They are in his divine power working through the word. Divine power working through the gospel. Hallelujah. Our faith is supposed to rest in these things. The miracles, the signs and wonders are supposed to boost our faith. But our faith must not be taken from in in and intangible things or from God and place within the miracles and then the things we get from God our faith must be in the word and the power of God hallelujah for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. so your believing connected you to that power hallelujah our believing connected us to that power our believing and our receiving when you believe you receive him and when you receive him he gives power for you to become
Now, First Corinthians chapter two, the verse five. It says that that your faith should not rest in the wisdom of men. You see, Apostle Paul spoke about as a philosopher himself. He realized the errors of his days, how that the faith of many were in philosophies of his days. Through his experience in the city of Athens, he realized that people had misplaced their faith. And even in when it comes to the gospel or to Christians, believers, there were some who had misplaced their faith. It was in the wisdom of men, the excellency of speech, wise quotes, especially the Greeks, And he's saying that for you to be able to walk with God, for you to be able to see the hand of God, I want to redirect your focus. Faith has a focus. The Spirit of God taught us that faith has a focus. Right? And the focus of faith shouldn't be the wisdom of men. This scripture is only giving us a clearer picture that the focus of faith should be the power of God. Remember, faith also is able to appropriate the power of God. When the woman said, if I may but touch his garment, Bible says from that very hour when she did that, that which she said in her heart, power was released because her faith stood in the power of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number one, faith without a reference, without reference to the finished works of Jesus, is not faith. Hallelujah. No matter what form faith takes or the magnitude of works it produces, the prescription of faith, one of the prescriptions of faith is the word of God. Another is the is reference to the finished works of Jesus. What qualifies or substantiates our faith? Number one, reference to the finished works of Jesus. The faith of the believer must have a reference to the finished works of Jesus. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2. Minister Winning, you can help us with Hebrews 12 verse 2. Minister um, Redeem, please you can take Isaiah 53 verse 5. Minister Aben, you can take 1 Peter 2 verse 24. And Minister David, you can take John 19 and verse 30. Hallelujah. Now, if you understand that Jesus has finished everything, all the works pertaining to your life, all the works pertaining to godliness, and Bible says that we are his workmanship, we are created in him. We're created by him and we're created in him. We're created for him, for his own pleasure. And we're created for good works with Christ or with God before ordained before the foundations of the world that we should work in them. Then you know that you actually have, have no works. You have to cease from your works. All the labor we labor is a labor of faith. To be able to appropriate the finished works of Jesus into our lives to be so that the finished works of Jesus 
which have brought us blessings in heavenly places. The finished works of Jesus, which has made available unto us grace upon grace, will be, will, 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 will be translated through our faith from the heavenly places and the realms of the spirit from the God realm into our material realm. Hallelujah. That is all we are doing. That is all our labor is about. That is why in Hebrews chapter 4, the verse 2 or so, or the verse 3, it said that the word of God did not, the, the word was preached unto us as well as unto them, but, but the word of God did not profit them in as much, that it, in as, much as it wasn't mixed with faith. So Jesus has done with us works. If we are to have faith, if our faith qualifies to be faith, then it must make reference to the finished works of Jesus. That means that because Jesus has done this for me and he has already finished it and I'm just coming to walk in it, then I qualify and nothing should hinder me. Therefore, I exert my faith and my belief in that which Jesus has done and I, I require, I demand that it becomes a reality in my life because Jesus has already finished it. It's already completed. Reference to the finished works of Jesus. God bless you for the scriptures. Faith without reference to the finished works of Jesus is no faith. It's no faith. If our faith should stand in the power of God and not the wisdom of God, the wisdom of men, then faith is no faith when it's no, it doesn't have reference to the finished works of Jesus. Bible says, looking unto Jesus, Hebrews 12 verse 2, the author and finisher of our faith. So Jesus authored our faith. When? How did he do it? When he said, it is finished. That was the beginning. The beginning of our faith. When Jesus finished it, that became our beginning. He authored our faith and he's going to finish our faith in this earth realm when we are caught up together with him so right now it looks like our faith is not yet perfected because we still look for in Romans chapter 8 to wait the redemption of our bodies I wish somebody could help us with that, that, that scripture from the verse 13 or so the earnest of the creator awaits the manifestation of the sons of God to wait the, the redemption of our body because our bodies, even our physical bodies, are groaning. Our spirits have been saved and justified. Our souls are being saved, being transformed by the word of God. Our bodies are hoping and yearning for the salvation of the Lord. Hallelujah. So as we look forward to the altar and the finish of our faith, it is us putting our faith in Him. Hallelujah. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, Bible says, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. That is a very powerful shame. Jesus is set down. That means it is truly finished. There is no other work to be done. Understand that in the Old Testament, I've explained this here before, the priests, when they went to the holy, the holy place or the holy of holies, they never sit because their sacrifices were not perfect so they needed to go in year after year and woe betise them if they, they dare sat 
Bible makes us understand that Jesus has been made perfect for us. A priest after the order of Melchizedek, though after the manner of men, but the order of Melchizedek, he sat, he sat at the right hand of the throne of God. Hallelujah. That is why Jesus can influence the wrath of God. He can influence the wrath of God. Isaiah 53 verse 5 says, But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. So you are believing God for healing. You make reference to his stripes. You make reference to his wounds. You make reference to his bruise. His bruises. And you make reference to these things with assurance definite assurance that these things are definite they are finished these works were finished from before the foundations works the foundations of the world and jesus himself said on the cross it is finished therefore i place a demand faith places a demand it places a demand making reference to the finished works of jesus hallelujah in first peter 2 verse 24 bible says who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed this is another testimony to the healing we have in jesus this is another testimony to the healing and the deliverance we have from jesus hallelujah so we are dead we are dead to sin bible says we are alive unto god in righteousness we are alive unto god in john 19 verse 30 jesus therefore had received the vinegar jesus therefore had received the vinegar he said it is finished and he bowed his head and gave up the ghost humility unto death it is finished with what it is finished with all the works of the devil in your life it is finished with the authoring of your faith it is finished with your destiny it is finished with every blessing that you need every every glory every opportunity everything that you ever need to succeed in this work of faith it has been provided all demands of justice have been met on the cross and therefore whatever the enemy held against you in the past whatever the enemy held or is holding against you in the present whatever the devil will keep holding against you in the future all of that is dealt with and paid for eternally by his eternal and sacrificial offerings or offering of himself once and for all for all creation therefore you are acquitted and discharged you are acquitted and discharged acquitted from your errors and discharged to the blessings of long life the blessings of peace the blessings of joy the blessings of good health the blessings of a good marriage the blessings of intimacy with god the blessings of financial opportunities the blessings of upliftment the blessings of academic excellence you are acquitted and discharged to every good thing in the kingdom all things that pertain to life and godliness he's saying it is finished so therefore satan has no dominion no power over your life anymore sometimes we christians pray beggarly prayers we pray beggarly prayers 
as if we are begging God and sometimes beggarly because it's as if we are negotiating with the devil because we haven't realized we haven't come to the fullness the full recognition and understanding of the place where we now operate from from or what we have become or the power and authority that we wield in Christ we haven't come to that place yet so we sometimes pray beggarly prayers you don't negotiate with the devil that you have already defeated and you defeated the devil in Jesus when you were in him hallelujah we labor by faith into the rest talks about the finished works of Jesus we labor by faith so even when you apply your faith and the enemy comes against it keep applying resist him and keep applying until you see because faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen Bible says that for by it the elders obtained a good report until you obtain your good report keep applying it making reference to everything so in, in the finished works of Jesus if you take the area of healing he has done a work there if you take the area of salvation a work has been done over there the area of of, of your wealth divine wealth and prosperity a work has been done there if you take the area of upliftment a work has been done there all you have to do is to locate the promises of god that is tied to that work that has been done and begin to what apply place demands faith that makes reference to the finished work of jesus for unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them but the word preached did not profit them not being mixed with faith in them that heard it i pray this will never be your testimony may the word every word you are listening to now all that you have ever listened to every word of god you will ever listen to every rightly divided word of truth may it profit you in the name of jesus looking unto jesus the author and the finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him I believe that one of the joys that was set before Jesus is not only the crown of glory that he was yet he was to inherit from the father it, it wasn't a position of authority that he was to, to sit, being set at the right side of the Father, or the right hand of the Father, but the joy of begetting many more sons unto God. And you were included in that list. Hallelujah. Jesus knowing that he is going to beget a brother, another sister, in the faith or in the kingdom unto himself, who is going to become a joint heir together with him. That was his joy. Because of you, Jesus endured the cross, despising the shame. When they were spitting on him, Jesus was thinking of you. When they were giving him wine and vinegar to drink when he was thirsty, the reason why he endured was because of you. Was because of you. He endured the shame. So that when you encounter shame in your life, you have every right to deal with it and to face it and, and command it not to live your life because you are, no, you are no longer supposed to experience shame because Jesus faced it, he experiences, he endured it for you to experience glory and virtue. For we were not called unto shame and reproach but unto glory and virtue. I think First Peter, First Peter also, chapter 1 or so, we were not called unto shame and reproach but unto glory 
and virtue. Glory and virtue. How did it come by? Because somebody took the shame already. How did it come by? Because someone has already taken the reproach. The reproach of all of, all of us. The reproach of your life was on him while he was on the cross. Romans 8, 16, 8, 19. For the earnest expectation of the creature waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who had subjected the same in hope. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation... No, 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 this is not the scripture I'm looking for. That to wait the redemption of our bodies... Yes, yes, I've seen it. Romans 8.23 And not only they, not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit. I don't want to get into this. Even we ourselves groan within ourselves. Your body is groaning within you, waiting for the manifestation of the Lord Jesus. Because your, your, your spirit doesn't feel at home in this, in this world. Waiting for the adoption to wait, to wait the redemption of our body. Hallelujah. That is why whenever we come before God, the last thing we should oftentimes think about is our need. The last thing you should think about is your need. Because they've been met. That is why I believe so much in alignment. It's like you traveling from Accra to Kumase. Every toll booth that you need to meet on the way has already been positioned there. But you only miss it when you use the wrong route. When you use the wrong ro road or route to Kumase from Accra, then you are going to miss all the toll booths. Assuming there is a blessing in each toll booth for you, you are missing it because you use the wrong route. And that is misalignment. It's been done already. The finished works of Jesus. So the last thing we should bring before God is our need. And the first thing we bring before Him is our thanksgiving. Hallelujah. And our thanksgiving is what opens the door to having our needs met. Your thanksgiving, our thanksgiving is what opens the door to having our needs met. The first thing or the last thing we should bring before God is our need. The first thing is our thanksgiving. Because our thanksgiving, don't forget, He says, the David said, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. Hallelujah. So when it is faith, the finished works of Jesus is attached to it. Because the finished works actually mean that the bill is already paid. The bill is paid. The bill is paid. That is what it means. Faith that makes reference to the finished works of Jesus. It means I qualify for it because the bill is paid. That is why the righteousness which is of the law, which is by works, no longer have a place. It's been fulfilled in Christ Jesus. It no longer has a place in this dispensation because Jesus by his very lifestyle and his death fulfilled all the demands of the law. Other than that, the buildings have been paid. We will have to pay for every one of them. We would have to pay. 
Hallelujah. So sometimes, the reason why people don't have is because they are doing something not to have. Either they don't have to understand the word of God or they are mismanaging the resources of God in their lives as stewards of God. Something, there's something just wrong. People who never have are always doing something to never have at all. I'm talking about abject need and want. And people who have, people who have, whether insufficient or little, they are always doing something to always have. There are people who have a ministry of poverty that they just love. A ministry of poverty. Hallelujah. I pray that you realize you God will enable you to catch the revelation in this so that you can refocus your faith. Hallelujah. To the right reference point. Amen. Number two, true faith thrives better in a healthy spiritual environment and also on the legs of prayer and fasting. True faith thrives better in a healthy spiritual environment and on the legs of prayer and fasting. Now what this means is that as believers as believers we have to leave you need to leave at a place where you can always manifest So you have to check your environment and your associations. Check your environment and your associations. Some places kill faith. Some men can crucify your faith with their atmosphere and their ministry of doubt. I've said this before. There are some people, they are just like that. They are just like that. Hallelujah. Please let's turn to Luke chapter 8, verse 22 to 25. And another person, please help us with Mark chapter 9, verse 14 and verse 29.
Luke 8, 22. God bless you, Mr. Amen. Now it came to pass on a certain day that he went into a ship with his disciples and he said to them, let us go onto the other side of the lake. And they launched forth. Verse 23. But as they sailed, as they sailed, he fell asleep, and there came down a storm of wind on the lake. And they were filled. Notice the pronoun used there. The third person plural. And they were filled with water and were in jeopardy. And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we perish. Your company. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water. And they ceased, and there was a calm. And he said unto them, Where is your faith? Today Jesus is asking you, Where is your faith? Jesus is saying that I don't have to always be on the scene of your troubles because I have given you a certain supernatural empowerment and enabling. And it is you can release that power that enabling can be released through a certain lifeline or instrument or spiritual mechanism or mystery of faith where is your faith and they being so afraid one dead you see prior to this time they have seen miracles they had done petty 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 miracles themselves but fear paralyze their faith that is why environments like that are not okay okay for you at all they are not good the company you keep can affect your faith and they being afraid wondered saying one to another what manner of man is this for he commanded even the winds and water, and they obey him. Jesus was now telling them that the power and dominion that man had over creation, all of creation, living and unliving, and over the elements of the earth, that man lost when he ceded his authority to the devil in the Garden of Eden. He has come to restore that authority and that dominion over all elements of the earth. And so if they will allow themselves to be discipled properly, they were going to learn of him. And after he has left, anybody was going to receive him into his heart, into their heart, so that he becomes their savior and their Lord. They will also have the same level of authority and dominion and command over the elements of this world. They will have that same level of authority and be able to what? Exercise it, exercise it at all times. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 9 verse 14. If you read all the way. From the verse, verse 14 to 29. 
I would want you to, can you please help me from the verse 14 to the verse 29. saw a great multitude about him and the scribes questioning with with them and straight away all the people when they beheld him were greatly amazed and running to him saluted him and he asked the scribes what question ye with them and one of the multitude answered and said master i have brought unto thee my son which hath a damp and when he came to his disciples oh okay and wherever he, he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth, and gnasheth with his teeth, and pineth away. And I spake to thy disciples that they showed, the gift of tongues. they showed, cast him out, and they could not. He answered him, and said, O faithless generation. See how Jesus addressed them. O faithless generation, what company are you keeping? How long shall I be with you? how long shall i suffer you bring him unto me so when we fail to even exercise our faith just imagine how much god becomes disappointed and they brought him unto him and he saw and when he saw him straight away the spirit tell him and he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming and he asked his father how long is 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 it ago since this came unto him and he said of a child and oftentimes it has cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said unto him, this is one of my favorite scriptures. If thou canst believe, if, if only thou canst believe, all things are possible to him believeth. And straight away the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thou my unbelief. This is a prayer we pray before we started from Matthew 13 verse 58 the same thing is here Lord help thou my unbelief Lord help thou my unbelief when Jesus saw the people came running together he rebuked the foul spirit saying unto him thou damned and deaf spirit I charge thee come out of him and enter no more into him and the spirit cried and rent him so and came out of him and he was as one dead in so much that many said he but Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up and he arose. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when he was coming to the house, his disciples asked him privately. They were ashamed. Why could we not cast him out? And he said unto him, This kind can come forth by nothing. There is a faith you can release simply by hearing. There is a faith, a level of your faith. That only is able, you are able to release only, only by prayer and by fasting. Because what prayer is to your faith, fasting is not the same to your faith. Hallelujah. I said this in one of the sessions earlier. to lose track let me just see if i can locate what i said 
think that I think that it will take me time to locate that in my notes. So I'm going to proceed for lack of time. Number three, true faith always holds hands with love. True faith has a, a habit of holding hands with love, a partnership with love, because faith understands that the grace, the fuel, one of the fuels to its deployment, its effectiveness, is love. So Bible says we should cultivate fervent love. Galatians chapter 5 verse 6. Galatians 5 6. Titus 3 verse 15. Philemon 1 5. Ephesians 6 23. Galatians 5 verse 6. Titus 3 15. Philemon 1 5 and Ephesians 6 verse 23. you Mr. Winning. Titus chapter 3 verse 15. All that are with me salute thee. Greet them that love us in the faith. Grace be with you all. Greet them that love us in the faith. Our faith is to no effect without love our faith is incapacitated without love hallelujah if you read titus 315 that is why we must have fervent love among ourselves and for the work of god for god for our fellow believers in the faith and for the work of god hallelujah our faith towards God is, leads us to our worship. Our faith towards our fellow men leads us to service. It leads us to fellowship, sorry. And our faith towards the work of God leads us to service. Hallelujah. Our faith towards God is what propels us to worship Him. Our faith towards our, our faith and love towards our fellow believers is what leads to fellowship. And that towards the things of God, the work of the kingdom, is what leads us to service. Hallelujah. Titus 3.15 All that are with me salute thee. Greet them that love us in the faith. Again, again. That love us in the faith. Grace be with you all. Amen. Alright. Philemon 1.5 Hearing of thy love and faith, which thou hast towards the Lord Jesus and towards all saints. So beloved, faith that apprehends the power of God. Faith that enables us to obtain a good report. Faith that enables us to see or obtain the promises of God. Because between the promise and their manifestation, between every promise of God to you as a believer and the manifestation of that promise, there is what we call faith. And that faith requires love. Love. 
we are, we are, we are now seeing a lot of elements that goes with it. It must make reference to the finished works of Jesus. That faith must work by love. That faith, or it must hold hands with love. That faith needs, or some level of our faith is deployed only by prayer and fasting. Hallelujah. These are the ingredients to our faith. Ephesians 6 verse 23 now says, Peace be to the brethren and love with faith from God and the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Love with faith. Love with faith. Love must go with faith. So what is, what, what, how, how is your faith going to work? When or how would my faith work when I am hating on a brother or a sister in the faith? That raises or establishes a ground for accusation in my life. Accusation by the devil in my life. If I am I'm hating somebody, I'm not working in love and yet deploy my faith, it won't work at all because I am working out of line to the censor that causes, that causes faith to respond to me. It's like how certain doors are automated when you're entering certain companies or institutions. The doors are automated in such a way that once it sends you, once the door perceives you walking towards it in that right direction, automatically the door begins to slide. You don't have to touch it. Because there are capacitors and other inbuilt sensors that, that observe, that, that, that actually not only observe, but they detect all motions the right motions made towards it in the right direction now this what it means is that when you move in the wrong direction of that door that door is not going to respond to you because the sensor didn't detect you in this case the sensor is love faith that worked by love hallelujah remember that all that we need according to jesus is faith about the size of a mustard seed to begin manifesting divine authority divine realities and sustained victorious living divine authority the realities of the kingdom and then sustained a sustained victorious living hallelujah our faith can be tried no doubt job had his faith tried abraham's faith was tried Believe the faith of many believers today is still being tried. It doesn't mean that in such cases the person doesn't have a faith. That is why we must examine all parameters carefully to be sure before we pronounce judgment. Jesus said, if you have faith as little as a master, see, you will save to this mountain, exercising authority as little all that you require is faith so with sometimes we think that it requires so much faith maybe faith as like 21 days fasting and prayer before no many a times the reason why we don't see tangible miracles is that we are praying but we are not praying in faith we finish praying we have a certain confidence the confidence is that we are prayed i have prayed one hour it's not about how many hours you put into your prayer. It's about how, many, how much faith you put into your prayer. That is why Jesus will just walk up to the tomb of Lazarus in John 11. If you read the verse 30 downwards. 
the verse 35, the, the, the verse 28 downwards, and Jesus will call Lazarus in a, a declarative prayer. That was a prayer. He says, Father, I thank you that you always hear me. That is all he said. He said that not, it's not for any reason, but for the sake of the unbelief of these people. That is why someone has unmuted again. That is how come I am saying this prayer audibly. I thank you that you always hear me. Then after that, he turned toward the tomb of Lazarus and he said, Lazarus, come forth. Lazarus, no long prayer. Because he had put a lot of faith into his prayer. Hallelujah. So we have to learn how to remove, deal with our fears and our doubts. Eliminate every form of inner fear, inner doubt. Hate, hatred. First Peter 2 makes us understand putting aside all malice and hatred and strife and this. Those are the things that choke our, our love for God. It chokes our faith. Hallelujah. Eliminate all fears. Job also said, the thing that I fear has come upon me. Eliminate, eliminate fear. Amen. The next point. The root of faith. The root of faith should be traceable to God's word, precepts, testimonies, abilities, promises, vision, or instructions. Hallelujah. The roots of faith. should be traceable to God's word, precepts, testimonies, his abilities, his promises, his vision, or his instructions. Hallelujah. That is in summary, faith should be traceable to God's own ideas or precepts. In other words, I would say that true faith validates the promises of God. True faith validates the promises of God. True faith validates. What faith says is, I told us that anytime we act outside of faith, Bible says that, but the just shall live by faith, and if it draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. Right? My soul has no pleasure in him. It means that anytime we draw back, we incur the displeasure of, when we draw back by refusing to act out, out of faith, we incur the displeasure of God. And that in itself is a form of sin. It's a form of sin. How or why? Because whenever we, we stake our faith on God, it is us validating God and, say, and saying that, yes, because of your stripes on the cross, I am healed. So I believe and it is true, I am healed. Anytime we refuse to act outside of faith and we say that, hey, this sickness, how can I, how, how can it go? Even if I confess the word of God, I don't believe. I don't believe it will go. I don't believe I'm going to be healed. It is us invalidating the word of God. We are saying that his promises and his works, the finished works of Jesus, do not hold true for us. It is impossible. But the possibilities of faith, the possibilities of faith, is only accessible by those who believe. The scripture we just read, the scripture we just read 
in Luke chapter 8, the verse 22. Did I say Luke chapter 8? Mark chapter 9, the verse 14 to 29. Jesus told them, If thou canst believe, all things are possible. All things are possible, Mark 9, 23. All things are possible to them who believe. The possibilities, are faith, or the possibilities of faith are only accessible. The possibilities of faith is only accessible by those who believe without reservations, who believe fully. Hallelujah. So true faith validates the promise of God. Romans 14, 23. Minister David, you can help us with Romans 14, verse 23. Minister Winning, you can help us with Hebrews 11, verse 7. And then another person can help us with Hebrews chapter 17. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 17 to verse 19. is not of faith a sin true faith must validate the promise of god it validates the promise of god it is expressed it's not an event even in our eating in our eating our sleeping our rising is supposed to be expressed it is supposed to be expressed evidently hallelujah bible says by faith noah being warned of god of things not yet not seen as yet, moved with fear. You see what moved him? Faith moved him. Moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. So Noah, Bible is telling us from this scripture that Noah is a type of Christ. He became an heir of the righteousness which is by faith hallelujah being one of god don't forget that we said that we said that the roots of faith are traceable to god's word you can trace the root of faith to god's word you can also trace the root of faith biblical faith to the precepts of god to god's testimony the testimonies of god the abilities of god the promises of god the vision of God or the instructions of God. This captures a lot of aspects of the word of God. These are all manifestations of the word of God. The word of God, if you read certain portions of God, the word of God, they, they, it's manifested as testimonies. Some of them are manifested as the abilities of God. Some of them are as the promises of God. Some aspects of the word of God are actually manifested as instructions or visions. God telling Noah to build an ark was a vision that God had given him. And Moses, sorry, Noah, now by faith, moved to build the ark. Hallelujah. Verse 17 of Hebrews 11 now says, By faith, Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac. 
and he that had received the promise offered up his only begotten son of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be blessed can you imagine your only begotten son who carried the promise from God and you waited so many years for him that only blessing you have been praying and praying and praying and praying for a, a beloved and then God somehow some way a, a nice gentleman of your dreams of your caliber your desire comes your way a nice beautiful pretty lady she may even be very God-fearing comes your way just as you want and then in the course of your your intimacy and fellowship with God God now tells you that no he's not the one so if you are thinking of entering into a relationship with him I want you to stay back you can imagine how deadly and how painful that blow would be to you that was a, a similar issue to that of Abraham Abraham had waited for so many years now this seed of his comes and God says that offer him up offer him up and when you look when Abraham looks at his future the other hope of him being able to give birth again because he was he was well advanced in years and Bible says that Sarah's womb was as good as dead so even if Abraham had a potent seed legally his only wife was Sarah but the womb that's supposed to carry that seed was with Sarah and if the womb the soil for the seed is not fertile what can you do you have no hope you have no hope so it was Abraham's faith under trial Bible says accounting that God was able to raise him up this was what caused Abraham to release his only son Isaac he accounted by faith that God was able to raise him up even if he kills or he in fact he was going to offer Isaac up unto God as a burnt offering a burnt sacrifice that is why he had the fuel wood or the firewood with him so the kind of faith Abraham had here is a dangerous faith dangerous faith because even a man who had just fallen from a building that has sustained fractures or injuries on their head and their bones if you are to raise if, if you tell me that I should have faith I should master faith to raise up such a person from the dead <laughs> I think that kind of faith that God used or enabled me to raise the dead some time back <laughs> it's not the same kind of faith required to raise this one because this faith should be able to put the, the, the bones to get the men the fractures and then restore life back in fact men men not only the fractures but all the torn blood vessels and everything in fact the kind of biological work that had to be done by the power of God <laughs> it, it, it's amazing so for Abraham to think that after even I have offered up my son Isaac as a burnt offering God is able to bring back his ashes it's not like he's cutting his throat and leaving the body there and going away cutting Isaac's throat for the blood to be offered unto God and then he goes away no he is actually burning him up burning him down and he still had faith can you imagine what kind of faith is that 
accounting that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from whence also he received him in a figure. My God, my God, my God, my God. Because of his faith, he received Isaac back. And with Isaac, many, many more blessings. I pray that somebody, as God challenges your faith, you are listening right now, as God challenges your faith, sometimes it might be to give your all, or half, half of all that you have, to charity, or to give to the work of God. I pray that no matter the challenges to your faith, May God strengthen you to obey and your obedience multiply to you many, many, many returns that you don't even have room enough to receive in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. This is crazy faith. This is crazy faith. But it was in God's instruction. Noah's was also in God's vision and instruction. Hallelujah. There's one more key. I think I'll have to reserve that. I want to share something briefly and then we shall end. We will have to definitely come for another session. Amen. I want to say that true faith is expressed in number one, hearing God's voice. Faith cometh by hearing. There is a hearing that is not only by the ear. There can be a hearing by sight. Habakkuk, the prophet said in Habakkuk chapter 2, I will stand up and watch and watch to see what he will say unto me. To see what he will say. Not to see what, not to hear what he will say, but to see what he will say. So there is a hearing that comes by seeing. Sometimes God may want to instruct you in something. God may want to give you an instruction, a vision concerning your family, concerning your job, concerning the next five years of your life, that may not necessarily come by hearing. It can, it can come by a vision. Hallelujah. It is all by hearing. They are all different kinds of hearings. Hallelujah. That is the difference between most the seer, the seer office and then the prophetic office. The seer hears in order to see. The, the seer sees in order to hear. The prophet sees in order to... The, the prophet hears in order to see. The seer sees in order to hear. Whereas the prophet hears in order to see. Hallelujah. Number two, obedience. True faith is expressed in obedience. Abraham obeyed. He obeyed to the latter. He didn't delay one more day, one more week, one more year in offering his son unto God. He didn't argue with God. Abraham, some of us, God might be telling you, give this, sow this into the ministry. Give this to the church. Give this or bless the man of God with this. And we are resisting. We are holding back. Even if I'll give, I'll give this and not that. Crippled faith. Resulting in crippled miracles. Abraham's faith was wholesome. So later on, Bible says the seed of the earth, then the entire earth shall be the entire earth shall be blessed in his seed. Later, what became of Isaac? 
we all know the end of the story hallelujah number three true faith is expressed in action the action in response to the hearing the action in response to the hearing abraham went forward carried the following very early in the morning he carried isaac the wood made his servant accompany them and he set off action in response to what that which he heard from god he didn't even discuss with his wife i am just imagining what manner of man he was and if isaac should later get to hear of this i'm just wondering what sorry if sarah should later get to hear of this i'm wondering what sarah will be thinking of <laughs> abraham his wife abraham his husband sorry what am i saying today many counselors are teaching every step that you take as a man your wife must know if you want to travel if you want to give something to god if you want to um, um, support a family member of yours you must tell everything to your wife but here we see an exception hallelujah hallelujah the basis of faith the next session we shall be begin from the basis of faith and then we shall now finally look at how to link faith to the power of God or in order to be able to access the power of God hallelujah the basis of faith we shall look at the nature of character the basis of faith there are three solid basis of faith the nature of character of God Hebrews 6 13 I have three subheadings under the, the, the nature and character of God which is the number one for the basis of faith. number two for the basis of faith the redemptive work of the Son of God hallelujah Hebrews 12 2 and then the, the last base of faith being the word of God, the word of God. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 1, 12, Matthew 24, 35, and Isaiah 40, verse 8. Hallelujah. Then we shall come to look at how to appropriate it, how to appropriate our faith to be able to access the power of God for victorious Christian living. That is the main point, the crux of this entire series. Hallelujah. Faith doesn't work in a vacuum. You all believe that, right? Faith doesn't work in a vacuum. Hallelujah. Faith doesn't work in a vacuum. Faith has a focus. Hallelujah. So people of God, we have just about five minutes to the end of the podcast. So I want to lift our hearts and our voices. You want to unmute and let's begin to thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank Jesus. Thank Jesus. Lord, we bless you. We bless you. Thank you for the mystery. Thank you for the mystery. Thank you for the mystery. Oh God, for unveiling this mystery unto us one more time. We give you praise. We give you glory. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Glory, 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 glory. Jesus. Lord, in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Let this be our last prayer. Our last prayer. I say that, Lord, stir my faith, awaken my faith, revive my faith, and grant me grace to apply my faith. 
faith work by love and grant me grace. Release unto me grace to apply my faith in the name of Jesus. Love and lift your voice. Grace of God, grace of God, empower my faith, empower my faith, empower my faith, empower my faith in the name of Jesus. My feet, strengthen my feet, consume my doubt, my fears and weaknesses in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless you. We give you glory in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless us for staying from the beginning to the end. God bless all of us, especially those who have been given to support the ministry. Amen. One thing you must understand is that. The ministry runs on fuel, and the fuel of the ministry, spiritually, is the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Physically, it's money. It's money. I can't imagine the amount of bundles I make these days. And because I don't want it to be a burden on the ministry, I usually take the cost, about 95% of the cost. Hallelujah. And not only that, there are a number of things. Hallelujah. So God bless all of us who are giving. Or who have given amen and you are encouraged as much as you are led and as often as you have the opportunity to give amen now tomorrow god willing we shall be meeting to pray amen our leaders shall be having a meeting or prayer session with us um it will be towards um minister david Thursdays, what is what are we supposed to be holding? I'm, I'm, I'm confused about Thursday and Friday. I'm confused. I'm a little confused. What are Thursdays slated for? Relationship and married prayers. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, relationship and married prayers. Amen. So don't miss. As we are still young, or we are still, you may not be young, but you are still not yet married. You are, this is the time to invest more prayers, amen, into our future marriages, amen. So we shall be meeting to pray. Those of us joining us for the very first time, you are welcome. Mamombe, um, Gifty, and uh, Lovely, you are welcome. If you have been blessed by our ministrations, I humbly urge you to follow the, the podcast, amen. Just click the plus button beside the name Burning Ones to follow the, the ministry so that anytime we come live you will get access um you'll be able to notify you'll be not, notified of our meetings amen and so that whenever we publish any episodes of ours too you'll get the notification firsthand amen you can just do that just click the plus button beside the name burning ones to follow the ministry amen because we are going to be publishing many more episodes including the one we just taught so that you can listen for a deeper understanding and to be blessed. Amen. All right. So, um, until we meet again, 
Keep burning for Jesus. Keep burning for Jesus. May God be with you. Amen. Now, I want to pronounce some blessings upon us. May the Lord bless and keep you. May God cause His face to shine upon you. May the Almighty lift up His countenance upon you and grant you peace in the name of Jesus. Go and rule in the midst of your enemies. May God exalt your horn like the unicorn and anoint you with fresh oil. May He order your steps and establish your goings. May He lift you to your high places and surround you with songs of deliverances round about in the name of Jesus. You are blessed, you are kept. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Until we meet again, bye, 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 bye. Please don't forget that our meeting days are on Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, usually at 22.30 GMT. To 22.30 GMT, Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and even Sundays. I bless your name, Holy One. I worship you, for you are God by yourself. You are God by yourself. Eight to eight, you're still the same. Our creation will shout your name For you are God of myself Oh God You are God of myself Oh For who you are I bless your name Oh God For who you are I worship you for you are God by yourself. Oh God.